Poverty Light. And I'm Rick Rupenthal. Welcome to An Honest Look. Where we look at transformation from the inside out. Unplugged. Unscripted. And in the moment. It's showtime. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Fatty. Good to see you. Again. Good to see you too. Yes. How's, how's things in New York? Pretty warm. It's very warm today. It's a beautiful day outside. I wish that we could do this outside, but I, it kind of crossed my mind. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there might be some difficulty with the audio because it's very windy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, um, it's, uh, I've often thought of that too, but I was just thinking of all the lawnmowers and everything else that are going on around my, around my area it might be, might be a little bit more challenging. But uh, no, please send some of that warm weather our way, okay? Like <laughs> we're still we're still in the little bit of it's it's warmer, but it still is not nearly summer yet. Yeah. So. I mean, it goes in between summer, fall, winter, spring. It just changes every day. Keeps us on our toes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I noticed that. Yeah, it's hard. It's literally hard to dress. But uh, so um, you had a good week? Had a pretty good week. Yeah, yeah. pretty good week. Yeah, good, I have good. to say. Yeah, uh, I... Very productive today. I love the days that I'm productive. Um, oh. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't put too much expectation on them. But when they happen, I just, uh, you know, I'm grateful for them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. I, I, I just came off... Um, well, it was a long week, and it was part two of uh, my Train the Trainer workshop. We had 20 other coaches in there, and we were doing a Train the Trainer. And um, so uh, that was uh, two full days plus uh, two hours on Friday. And on Monday, I didn't want to sit near a computer. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, I shut everything down shortly after the show or after the workshop and just did everything but um you know got off facebook got off um everything and then um i just find sometimes you just have to get that break in right you just have to just get up get away from the atmosphere do something totally different and come back refreshed and here i am all refreshed yeah i mean I, I totally hear you on that i mean i love what i do love what i do i think we have the most amazing job in the world and yet it keeps us in front of the screen a lot yeah um, you know because uh, unless you do your coaching sessions out you know and about or face to face there's a lot of zoom calls yes um, yes and so that's the only part where like recently I've felt like, oh, now that it's nice outside, I kind of want to be out there. And at the same time, you know, that kind of prompted me to create an opportunity for myself to have that outside of Zoom and outside yeah. of, you know, like the four walls that I work in and create a meetup group where we will be meeting up, you know, in person. So I'm really excited about that. We haven't met up in person yet, but we will. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be really cool to just meet people in, you know, in our day to day, Yeah. That, you know, like minded people. Yeah. So I love it. I love it that, you know, from some from a pain point, right, from feeling yeah. like yeah. I was missing something, I yeah. kind of like, you know, 
took action is that yeah i complained about it for a little bit let's be honest right <laughs> low self-pity for a while right and are you telling me you're like, human? You're human, aren't I'm you? I'm human. I'm human yeah. like everybody else. And I was like, what can I do about it? You know, oh, you know what? I can just I can just create a group and connect, you know, and let people that, you know, resonate with my message and with the work that I do and with this kind of, you know, self-work and transformation uh, work just come to me, right? Just yeah. connect with me and let's yeah. just meet in person and talk about this stuff. So I'm super see. excited about that. And yes, I completely like agree with you. Sometimes you just need to walk away from it, right? Leave it. Yeah, just you go need outside that, you and need be that, the world. I call it whatever it is, grounding. You need to get recentered, refocused, all this kind of thing. Because sometimes you just it, you just feel like the, you know, the not so much the energy rabbit, but you're just ricocheting all over the place. You know, it's like you're not focused and and um so you were making reference to your tribal meetings. Uh, that you yes. started, last, started last week it started last week yes. it started last week so i decided each week after each episode that we have to do like a more of a coaching session where yeah. we dive a little bit deeper into the topics yeah. that yeah. we we discuss you and i here yeah. and to just help people with you know the questions that they have and like practical tips and you know help them kind of reframe things and shift a little bit the way they see things and it was really, really successful. Went really well. Good, good. Because, so, obviously, you know, we we can't we can't go too too deep. I mean, most of what we talk about, we kind of get at the surface. We sometimes go a little deeper between the two of us. Um, and apparently, um, <laughs> that showed up quite quite readily in our show last week on boundaries. <laughs> 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 Notice, everyone. There's a different Rick today. <laughs> I don't know. We get into relationships. That might change. I don't know. Maybe oh. a different Rick showing up. But yeah, no, I, I, no, I have, I, I don't necessarily watch the broadcast over again. But, but you, um, you have tweaked my interest, and you said, oh, you've got to watch it again. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's like, okay. <laughs> so um, you yeah. can up the speed, by the way. You can just listen to it faster. <laughs> yes, 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 true. true. <laughs> so it won't take as, as much time. As much time, yeah. No, we'll, we'll look into it for sure. Anyways, thanks, um, thanks everybody for joining us. Um, good to see you again, Adina and Angela. Um, coming, Hello, ladies. Coming back so regularly. We love always, our, always yeah. here. We love them. We feel yeah. so loved. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and, great, and great feedback too, and and we really appreciate the comments. Um, everybody gives us um yeah and, absolutely all of our mind valley uh friends yeah um a part of yeah. mind valley i absolutely love the platform the work they're doing i work with every coach it's um, an incredible it's an amazing community yes it's an amazing so community welcome. and an incredible thing that that was created there both both from the mind valley side and the um uh ever coach side yes, you know like absolutely. um um best bang for the buck kind of a thing you know and anybody that's interested in coaching or interested in in that work um go check it out i mean there's so much there all the mastermind classes and and um or master but master also the the love the way it brings you know communities together and like brings people that are aligned with this type of work together yeah. it's a certain type of person so 
everyone um, on there is very unique and special in that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, we're seven, se how many people are in the world anyway? <laughs> I have no idea. Don't ask me. I have no idea. There's a lot of <laughs> people. Billion. There's, a, there's at least a billion people. Yeah. Uh, seven but, uh, billion, I think. We, I like to remind people that we are all separate expressions, right? We are all yeah. unique and, and we must celebrate our uniqueness, right? I mean, we all got our little quirks. We all got our little, whatever you want to call it. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a reason why you're unique because everybody sees things a little bit differently and, uh -huh. and, and that's almost that's almost a segue into relationships a, a perfect way into it i don't know i'm not sure i could be wrong i could be wrong <laughs> yeah but, um, i think that is the perfect way to start i love that you started in that direction you started it that way because that's a fundamental of understanding relationships is that right we all have these unique lenses that we look through so if you don't understand that then that's you know, that's something to consider because that's where you run into problems, right? Well, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean, even I'm getting a little goosebumps, so I, th I think we're kind of connected on on one one really I think significant point is because of that uniqueness, and you know, where we get into trouble is when we don't recognize that or there's, we feel there's something wrong with what what we're seeing from the other person, or mm -hmm. we think from our own point of view too. So that there's a disconnect between that. And I, I mean, let's even say that something, a situation does feel wrong to you, right? That's not really the important piece of this, right? The mm -hmm. important piece of this is understanding that everyone sees things through, through their own lens, right? Yeah. And this lens is formed through their history, their childhood, their experiences, right? Yeah. And based on th that level of understanding, where they're at in that moment, they always do the best that they can, right? Everyone, everyone acts from, you know, a place of really doing the best that they can in that moment. Because if they could do better, they would, right? Well, 100%. 100%. <laughs> You know, and and yeah, does everybody act in a in a in a loving, creative way? No. Um, and so I I like to think about okay, so where what what is that actually happening? Like where where is the disconnects really happening? Um, like what you're seeing, um, you know, and and one of the things that um, you know often comes up when we talk about relationships is is the ones that are not going so well like the ones that have have some violence or you know abuse um uh gaslighting all those other kind of kinds of behavior but it still comes down to you know that person is still acting in accordance to the best thinking that they can do in that moment mm -hmm. right? absolutely yeah. <clears throat> and and you know and i think that's a good way to kind of lead into what uh, I would like people to understand about relationships that, you know, no matter what the circumstances or no matter what the other person does, this goes back to all that we ever talk about, all that you can do about it is what you can do for yourself, 
right? Is to look at yourself, understand yourself, reflect on who you are, what you want. What is it that I truly want? Does it align with my values? Are my values still current, right? Because oftentimes we think that we believe in something because we always believed it, right? And we talk about this often too, right? Yes, yeah. Comes from conditioning, comes from, you know, upbringing, comes from society, comes from the teachers we've had, the parents we've had, right? Maybe we think that we want something, but we never really sat down and reflected on it, right? Yeah. So really that reflective piece serves us in so many different ways, also in relationships, right? Because the moment that you know what it is that you want, and we talked about this with boundaries last week, then you can assert that, right? <laughs> Sorry, I won't, I won't use that word again. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but you know, so it really comes from understanding that oftentimes the problem that arises it arises because we expect something that the other person cannot give us. We, you know, we think that our view is the only view or the right view, right? Without really coming out of, yeah. you know, our own perspective and having more of an objective, you know observer's view right really seeing the other or even putting ourselves into the other person's shoes right yep. and so oftentimes we and and we expect people to read minds and to know what we want right and oftentimes we have that expectation of others and when we do go and do this deep dive reflective work on ourselves we discover that we didn't really know ourselves right so really knowing who we are, where we come from, what we want, what, what makes us feel happy without the conditioning around it, without the things that we think that we want or that we should want, right? Because that's what society thinks is right or yeah. whatever it is, right? All, that's all a very important piece. A hundred percent. The whole, I mean, I, li I like what you're pointing to, the expectations conditioning, right? Because there is a thing called uh, unconditional love, right? Mm -hmm. Which means love from with no conditions, right? So when I look, um, you know, towards, you know, we're all in relationships, right? Whether relationships with our children, relationships with, with people at work, relationships with our, with our significant others, you know, we're always, there's always a relationship going on. And you're absolutely correct when it says when there's an expectation or a condition that I feel has to be met for me to, well, just, I just uh, you know, to be loved, right? Or to whatever it is that I think if, if there's a need to, it's an outside condition and outside conditions just don't just don't work, right? Because it's an inside, it's, a, it's an inside out. So what mm -hmm. I what I find what creeps up and I'm human, is I have to watch my moods. Because when I'm in a low mood, conditions seem to be more important. <laughs> kind of a thing. Like when everything's going well, you know, kind of a thing, and, you, and you're in a good mood, a lot of things just, just seem to slide. Well, because again, it goes back to what we were even talking about last week. I'm saying, I have to do something again. <laughs> my children. Your my children. children and their fingerprints. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, <laughs> whenever I look cloudy, I'm like, they did it again. <laughs> and now I lost my train of thought. Um, 
what were you saying? <laughs> Throwing the ball back at you. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it back. So it goes back to what we we're talking about before, right? So the moment that you get into the fear state, the lower yeah. level vibrational, you know, yeah. like fight oh or flight, yeah. and that is the agenda, right? My needs need to be met. You become needy and you become defensive and you become closed off. Yeah. But if you're coming from a place of knowing, you know yourself knowing what you want understanding that others are not doing this to you right yeah. they're yeah. just doing the best that they can right uh, then you're shifting into a higher uh, state of being yeah. and therefore you're making you know more empowering decisions and you're going to have more empowering results right well, as a result of that and the one thing i've noticed that you know what coming out of a low state right is that that what I considered a problem in the lower state wasn't a problem anymore. Like the problem wasn't, wasn't there, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's almost like the sliding scale, like, you know, the lower the my mood, you know, the, I, the needier I become and the more it, I'm taking it personal, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? you know? And, uh, and I think that's, that's a key, key indicator, right? particularly in relationships. Because if you have a really strong relationship with with your with with your partner, and and it doesn't matter where where it is, it could be a personal one or or like a like a work relationship. Um, they're the feedback, mm -hmm. right? They're the feedback. <clears throat> so that's another thing. Like if if I see something that's irritating me or rubbing me, it's like uh oh. Stay away from the hot stove. <laughs> I mean, guess what? When you go in it with a clean slate, right, where you have done the inner work, you have looked in the mirror and you have really like, you know, done the work and seen all the places where like your insecurities come from, the rejection, right? So when you've done the inner work, yeah. then you show up in a relationship owning all that and not putting it on the other person. Right. Because no, right. oftentimes that's where things go wary, right? Yeah. Because we have this discomfort inside and we are looking for someone to complete us. We're looking for someone to fill in the gaps, right? Because yeah. we feel where, no, because we have those gaps, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's important to understand that no one is going to come in and fill those gaps for you, right? Anyone can just add to you with their uniqueness. Right, yeah. but no one is going to fill in your own holes, if we want to call them holes or places where yeah. work needs to be done, healing needs to happen. Right. So the more you work on yourself and and you really enrich and and clarify and you know kind of uh, heal that relationship with yourself, and the more you're gonna show up as that person. Right, because you no longer need someone to come and heal you and fix you and fill you in. Right now, you can just show up and like enrich them, add to them. Right, well, and, and that's your that's that's getting rid of the conditions. That's getting rid of the expectations. Yeah, that's, yeah expectations. Right? Yeah, getting expectations getting, are a big deal. Getting that out of the way, you know. Like I was I was talking to another coach this morning about we have this expression. Um, we often throw out, but I don't, I'm not sure everybody really truly understands. Um, we talk about getting out of your way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. 
getting out of your way. Well, first of all, okay, so I was, I was, we were having a little fun with it because I said, okay, so what exactly are we getting out of the way and who's getting out of the way? <laughs> like, yeah, us. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, yeah. So, but a lot of that is that habitual conditioned thinking that we have that really is, is a wall of thought. It's the, it's the wall of thought that's getting in the way. And, um, and so when we say getting out of the way, we, we look at it for what it is. And when we, we can get behind that or in front of it, depending on how you want to approach it, um, we can see what it really is, right? Just data, just information, just right. Um, and there's a, there's a gap between our feelings and our actions. And if we split, spend more time in that gap rather than in a, re, in a reactive mode, like, like, you know, it's like, oh, somebody's making me mad or whatever it is, we'll realize we can go back and, and ask ourselves, okay, do I really truly understand the situation? Do I really know what's going on? Is it, is it me in, in projection mode? Am I, am I just in an upset state? Do I need a vacation? I mean, I would say what you're pointing to makes me think of the gap can be there. We often doesn't give it space because we go into reaction, right? We skip it. We skip that moment where we can stop it and we can just look at things from an observer's view, you know, or like let our emotions express, right? We always go back to that too. Let the charge come out so that we can do that work. Right, because oftentimes the charge, so the emotion comes and like we react, right? And yeah. it's very, very, very often not the appropriate reaction, right? Very, well, very not, often not, not an empowering reaction. Well, right? absolutely, absolutely. And I and I and I'm I'm just gonna put up what Neil put up here. Thanks, Neil, for joining us. He says, focus and that. give energy to the things you can control. Ab- absolutely. And understand that the past is gone and the future does not exist. Embrace and live every moment because it will never be now again. Hundred percent. So and, true. And and one of the one of the things uh, actually we were, t- we were talking about it in the coaching circle this morning was about like every every moment is fresh and new. Every instant, moment, yeah, yeah, right. It is totally fresh and new. What we what we tend to do is we take our path like we we live each experience once but then it becomes memory so we're living from memory as opposed to looking at things as fresh and new right say oh you're always doing that you're always leaving your clothes on the floor you're all you know those kind of things right you're just you're reacting on a loop and not looking at things fresh and new from a new perspective and you know can you imagine you know waking up every morning almost like Groundhog Day, right? In this, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, like it's, Some yes, days it's, you feel that house. way. Yes, it's the house. It's all the other. But, but you, every every day you have a second chance. Like every moment you have I that mean, chance. really every moment you have a chance to yes. create something new, right? So you yeah. have to focus on that. And you also have to give the grace of that to others, right? Absolutely. Right? Everybody so, everybody has that opportunity. So really always understand that even in situations where someone is hurting you or showing up in a way that's, you know, disempowering or even toxic, 
always understand that they may be going through a tough time in that moment. And that is the best that they can do in that moment. And yeah. yes, people can change. And, at the, and also remember, you're not in charge of their change. You're not, you cannot impose that on anyone. You cannot expect that from anyone. And I think that going back into the topic of relationships, that's very much a big part of it, right? We expect people to change the way, we, you know, we, we want to kind of mold them and try and fix them into well, who we, we, we think they should be, right? Yeah. Yeah. When we truthfully, in a sense, I what I've noticed, and correct me if I'm wrong, that need is even more prominent when the person really actually needs to do that for themselves. Well, it's <laughs> right? coming from. It's it's coming yeah, from that. It's coming right? from that, right? Yeah. So you're you're kind of trying to control others when really what needs to happen is is inner work, right? Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's an inner work of acceptance and individuality and discovering who you are, what works for you. Where have you shown up? It wasn't empowering. That was hurtful. That was you know, and all your role, your only role is to have compassion with others and decide whether or not someone's energy, um, personality, what they have to give is something that you can benefit from and that you want to have around, right? Well, but we often true. kind yeah. of dodge that, yeah. right? Because we want to we want to make things fit, right? The, the, the square peg into the round hole, right? Well, we just want to make it fit because it's it's a lot easier, you know, we think, we, we, we bring ourselves to believe that it's easier to try and fix somebody else, then perhaps sometimes make a harder decision around, you know what, this doesn't work for me, right? And where can I connect with this person where we do connect? And how can I stop connecting in the places that trigger me, that don't serve me, that feel toxic? And, and just really kind of put it on the scale. Are there enough things that I get from this relationship that it's worth for me to be here, understanding that the condition is I have to respect the rest of the person, right? The person is who they are, mm -hmm. and I am, I am accepting you for who you are, and here's where we connect and where this relationship is enriching for me. What doesn't work for me, I will make decisions around that, right? Maybe we won't talk every five minutes or we won't hang out every night right maybe we'll connect once a week because that feels healthier that's exact. that's what i need right from this relationship maybe i won't go and watch you know i don't know a soccer game with you if you hate that you know that's i'm gonna have to hear your complaint i'm gonna pick someone that likes that and go do that with that person right so it's really about understanding what you want knowing what your guidelines are notice i didn't use the word and what the person's guidelines are right and what the person the other person or people in your life yeah. what are their likes what do they enjoy doing do they even understand that but really understanding that that's on them you're not here to do the work for them no right? no and, and what i would like to add is it's important to know where your level of consciousness is, like where your moods are, where your feelings are, because if you are making decisions like what you're talking about in a low mood state, it becomes more reactive and, and more stringent, more 
more guidelines, more and needy and needy it too. Becomes more right? needy. So all yeah. those things become, you know, like like okay, if they're not there, then I'm leaving. Like if it, it, right. All I'm saying is, if you if you come away from that, like no, I've never seen a good decision ever ever made in a in a mad or a, in a low state that's ever produced a good result, right? Um, it's usually hurt somebody or it's hurt you or you know there's something something going wrong. But if we step away even if it's just for a moment or if it's just for a day, whatever it takes to, to get into a more quieter, less busier mind, then you can start to look at things more objectively, right? You can, you can respond to what's going on as opposed to react to what's going on. And from that point, you know what, if it looks like this is not working, then, then at least you're coming from a higher state of understanding than from a reactive state. Right. So, yeah. Um, and other ideas might come up there. There, there could be, um, you know, you could look at things differently. You can look at, you know, one of the conditions um, and, I'll, you know, I don't mind being open and open about it. But, uh, you know, there was a time that um, with my relate and I've been married now. Now, now I'm on the spot. 44 years you did it to yourself <laughs> 44 years wow um and and has it been smooth sailing you, you know in the beginning there was there was conditions right you know like i learned really quickly um what worked and didn't work <laughs> you know kind of a thing right um and but if but if i took those things that didn't work and i and i kept kept them and said they become a condition right i i would not be married right now i i i, mm -hmm. I know that right but i started I, mean, it's... Look, I look i started to look at what was really truly important for me right um and, and i'm i'm not talking about compromises and giving in and and having a pleasing mindset i'm those those are all sort of for me negative negative connotations but i'm talking about really understanding what my true values were Mm -hmm. getting back to what was really true for me and then noticing that okay I had a rough day at work right and not taking that into into the home space right and you know leaving whatever bad calls I had away from that environment because they had no they had no place in the home right but if I started to take that environment and say, you know, and put it into the home and it would create conditions that could never be met. Right. So I mean, I it's, a, it's a lot of responsibility on my, on, on my part, right. To create that good relationship. I mean, it's the responsibility is always uh, on us to know ourselves, right. To yeah. know what fits us, what our values are, right. And really making space and time for that. Right. What happens when you're in a relationship is that you bring that in there in the form of this is important to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's important that I make space for this. What is important to you and what is important to us together, right? And how can we make sure that we create the space for that and we meet there where our interests cross, where we wanna spend time together, we wanna create things together, right? 
But I think it's always important to really have the, the individuality of each person, you know, being being met and like well, fulfilled and, and seen, honored for right? that. Right? I mean, if, honored, not every, right? Right. if if we if one person and, and this is a obscure because anybody that knows me, this isn't, isn't necessarily true. But if one person likes likes to watch hockey and the other person likes to watch baseball, right? And I invite the other person and it's like, like, let's watch baseball. And no, I prefer hockey, right? That does not mean they don't love you. <laughs> you know, kind of so, I mean, it goes back to what I was saying, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's don't force your partner to come and watch that video if that's not something they no, enjoy. But, Go but so connect much. with someone that enjoys yeah. that and yeah. do that with that person, right? Yeah. So it's a lot about that and that goes into the bucket of expectations, right? I expect my partner to do everything with me and love everything that I love. Well, guess what? That's impossible because that well, person is all, not you. You're leading a <laughs> right? different life for sure, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, we might be in the same household, but we see things differently. Right? We We're see things differently, we enjoy different things, right? We're, and it's healthy to have that separation because you're not the same person. Right, you no, are. I, I actually find find it quite enriching to to have Absolutely. to to hear a different perspective, right? You know, like I I sometimes I sometimes I sometimes say to my wife, I says, you know, it's like, okay, I know we have separate perspectives on things, but when do I get to be right? <laughs> ego right when do i get to be right but you know and, and like the other thing that i think it's important for us to touch upon since we're talking about relationships is like okay so once you've done all this work you understand what what's what you value and what aligns with you and what it is that you want right but yeah now, that, yeah now you can't just sit there with it you gotta share it because again no one is a mind reader Okay. Are you, Do you have to? No, no. I I disagree. I think women can read people. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. If you yourself had to go sit down and do some reflective work to understand yeah. what you really, really enjoy and like, and who you are and what your values are, yeah. how is somebody else going to know that just because, no. right? No. Just because they know you, they're not. So communicating that is a very crucial piece of that right piece of relationships relationships are based on communication right Absolutely. communicating yeah. without judgment communicating without blaming communicating without ac accusations right yeah. and and you know there's some tips that we could get into in terms of how to communicate effectively when you feel like obviously situations happen where you feel wronged right where you feel like the person hasn't has been disrespectful or, you know, so there's a way to communicate that that's much more effective than just pointing the finger and blaming, there's right? Actually, there's actually a really uh, good book, um, although it wasn't in our top three, um, or did we have a top six? I can't remember. Top um, six. It was a top well, six. Three yeah. and three. Yeah. Three and three, okay. Yeah. Um, is, um, and you can look it up in on, uh, on, on the web. Uh, it's called Crucial Conversations. And I, I took their workshop and found it really, it was really, really interesting because it, it, it delved into uh, uh, the classification of a crucial conversation was those conversations that are just brewing in your head, right? <clears throat> they're not real. They're brewing in your head, right? You're anticipating what the other person's going to say. You're having all this dialogue. 
it's crucial because you need to have that conversation. Absolutely. Like yes. it's something that you're holding on to, not letting go, and you need to you need to have it. Now there's a way of having it. First of all, you you know, never have it in a in a low mood state. Um, um, but yeah, no, um, uh, there's some really good tips. <clears throat> So, so I would say to that, right, yeah. since you're bringing up this point, right, the, the conversation that needs to be had is just like an emotion that needs to be expressed, right? So the more it, the conversation is charged and you keep it there brewing and bubbling up, and the more charged up it's going to become, yeah. right? So at some point, you're going to learn to be a better communicator and more effective, right? But that only happens through repetition, like all things, right? If you're not someone that communicates effectively, if you've been raised to blame and point fingers and criticize, it's going to take some time to make that shift, right? So it's not just because you intellectually understand how effective communication works that you're going to become an effective communicator, right? So no. that's just... Let's just put that oh, out there's there. A, there's a bit so, of doing in there. Right. Just, so you're reading a book does not exactly. Yeah, so true. what can you do, right? To start stepping into that. One thing is if it's really brewing up and it's like a contentious type of conversation that you're picturing in your mind or you know, envisioning having and you can't have it and you have all this stuff around it, have the conversation with your chair. I I love I love the empty love chair. Your chair right? don't you? Well, express all the feelings of anger and blame and criticism that you want to express that you yeah. feel like are there, right? Don't deny them, don't judge them, and don't be like, go away, because it's not going to go away. No. Express it. You don't have to express it to the person. You can release it, right? By either writing it, you can you know, journal around it, you can just record yourself, you can talk to a chair, rehearse the conversation. What happens is, A, you, you hear yourself and you find a better, the, the best way to say that, right, as you repeat it. B, you're releasing the charge behind it, right? You're releasing that emotion, you're releasing the anger, you're releasing all of the things that are bubbling up. And, and you know, and by rehearsing it, now you, you get a better idea of, oh, you know, maybe it doesn't really matter for me to go to that you know, to the smallest detail. What is the real concept? What is the point that I want to get across, right? So that's one way to actually show up and set yourself up, right? That's a, that's a before. And then when you have the conversation, I always suggest to people, don't ever use the word you. <laughs> like, always use the word I. This is how I feel. Always refer to your feelings. Mm -hmm. This is the way it makes me feel. I wonder. You know, if we could try something different or like the other day when when, you know, we had that conversation, what I heard you say, what I heard you say was and that was hurtful to me. Right. It hurt my feelings. This is the way it felt for me. Right. So always bring it back to I always bring it back to this is how I feel. This is the way I heard it. This is the way I you know perceived it. Right. It's very, very different than saying, you said that to me and you made me feel this way and you did this to me, that, right? That comes from a from a supercharged. Supercharged yeah. place, but also, right. you know, so even if you're not charged and you don't understand that, you know, so this is where the skill comes in and the understanding that, right? Practice. Always refer to, to your own feelings because yeah. guess yeah. what? No one can deny your feelings. They're your feelings. No one gets to decide what they feel like. No one gets to decide what they're like. They're yours and your own. You don't yeah. even understand them sometimes. And nobody right? should judge your feelings. 
And nobody should judge your feelings, right? And guess what? But if you're going to blame and point the finger, you're the one judging. And guess what that's going to bring? Totally. <laughs> more judgment and more blaming, right? It's well, going to make the person defensive. Two intellects, yeah. two intellects, right? Are, are you're, That's basically one has to be right. And for the other one to be right, the other one has to be wrong. Both are playing that game. Yeah. Yep. Both are playing that game, right? From, from fight or flight at this point. We're both in fight or flight. Absolutely. Yes. But if you if you take that away, come from a more quieter space, right? Whatever it is that you need to do to 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 get grounded, it's from that place you're not talking to the intellect anymore. It's more of a soul to soul, heart to heart. Mm -hmm. Heart-to-heart conversation, yes. right? And we we even mentioned those things. Like we said, can can I have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with you, right? Like get rid of the ego out of the out of the mix, right? I just want it. I get just, rid of right or wrong, right? All judgment. But, and right? at the same time, you can state what are your non-negotiables. You can state what your values are. You know, like being spoken to that way is not something that feels good to me. You know, it, it's triggering, it's offensive, and it's not something that I, I want to be exposed to, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's very different than saying, like, you fucking whatever, you know, what? like, you are so rude to me. I use the Okay, word. I got to talk to you about boundaries. <laughs> I have <laughs> you You hurt my feelings, right? That is unacceptable to me, right? It's It just lands so differently because it comes from a place of you fully owning yourself showing the other person that you yourself respect you right yeah, yeah. that is something that i am not willing to put up with that is something that is not acceptable to me and i don't want to be in this situation again i wonder what we can do to avoid this from happening i understand that you were very upset i understand that that's the best that you could do in that moment and it's unacceptable to me. What can we do, right? That's very different than saying, you did this to me, it's absolutely unacceptable. I never wanna to talk to you again. Or, you know, like, like I think you're, you're delivering the same message. You're just saying it in a very different way. Well, in a more, there, one is very, um, just like almost like destroying, taking away, right? One is being more creative and more, more empathetic empathy right? well empathetic more from a compassionate uh point of view an understanding level right trying to find okay so what is really really going on here um you know given the fact that we're all acting uh, in accordance to you know the, our best level of thinking in the moment right even and i and i know there are extreme examples of that when it, especially when it comes to mm -hmm. abusive relationships and that's like that's a different com that's a slightly different conversation it's a slightly different conversation yeah. absolutely yeah. and so we're not we're not we're not looking at at people staying in relationships that are are in that kind of abusive right mm -hmm. yeah. for me i mean there's several different layers but one of them that i think is more prevalent is is when you come out of the honeymoon stage and then you find out, oh, <laughs> okay, this is this is who I married. All righty, you know. Mm, well, that's we, that was a long honeymoon. If you're already married to that person, <laughs> took well, you a little bit to figure that out. Well, I, I've also, 
But I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting. People, people, people will say it's like I, you know, I I love this guy, like you know, or I love this w- woman, and and you know, but something's changed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What really? What has changed? Well, guess what? Something always will change because we are ever evolving. We're not sitting still. We're growing. We're having more experiences. Yes, growing, we're getting we're older, greater. right? <laughs> So of course people change, of course you change, of course the other person changes, right? So you can grow together and, and, and like do check, check in with each other, right? If the love and the values are there, and you truly want to be with this person. It's an ever, you know, it's, a, it's an ever um, evolving process, right? It's always happening. You're always growing together. You're always checking in with each other. You're always adjusting. In some ways you're recreating right? the relationship moment by moment. Every you like, are, you yeah. are. Yeah. And you know, and when you do communicate in the in the way that I was, you know, giving a, an example of, you're also showing that you have done the work on yourself that you really know what's right for you and what's not right for you. Versus, you know, when you say you talk to me that way, that's not accept- it's all you're putting yourself in the victim place, right? Yeah. Like no. you talk yeah. to me like this and you did this to me. It's almost like um, it, it, it almost gives you the feeling that that is something that, uh, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Like that is something that is happening to you, right? That you have no power over. Right. Whereas when you stated with, you know, this is not something that I'm willing to put up with or accept. It's a very, very, very clear message. Right. That is not a place that I'm going to let anyone go anymore because I respect myself too much. Right. Um, So, yeah. So, you know, like the way thing, the way the message is communicated. Right. Is crucial. Now, right, all this being said, you did your work, you released the charge, you rehearsed the conversation. I'm I'm just giving all these steps if you're someone who never had any, you know, powerful communication skills or you feel like you don't know how to communicate, right? So now you show up, you have your conversation. Then there's the rest of it, right? The rest of it is there is another person involved and that person's going to make decisions, the decisions that they're going to make, right? Now, what you're left with is not the fixing, right? And the criticizing, the constant criticism and the reminding and throwing in somebody's face. At some point, you have to trust that the person is either going to do the work and show up differently or they're not. Now you're in that place that I think most people feel really uncomfortable where you have to decide, do I want to stay in this relationship? Do I want to leave? Do I want to put up with this part of it? But, you know, obviously, if it's a friendship, it's a little bit easier to kind of stare away from the parts that don't fit for you and like really deciding, okay, are there enough things that keep me in this relationship, right? And if it's a partnership, then that's going to take a little bit longer, right? You're not going to make a decision like that based on one incident, right? Well, let's hope you wouldn't. You wouldn't, right? You you allow the person to go through their process of yeah. improving that. And like, you know, you now you have to make your best judgment around, you know, what that relationship is, how long are you willing to, you know, stay in it, you know, in, in with those circumstances. But, you know, I'm talking about things that are a little bit more than just an argument or, you know, like like a big conversation. Well, well yeah, and and I, I think, well, in a, I don't know, it could be because of the years of going on, but 
what I, one of the skills I've learned the, the most is really understanding where I am on the barometer of, of moods, right? Because I know that if I'm in a low mood, I don't care what's going on. Everything looks bad. Like, like, and, and, and so the world looks that way. So my, you know, and if it, if it just happens to be what's going on in front of the house, then it kind of looks that way. Right. But I'm, I understand enough to know that that's, that's a tainted view, right? It's a tainted view from my, my perspective. Um, because what's going on is probably been going on for a long time. It's just that now I'm hyper-focused on things. Oh, that never got done. That never got done. You know, I mean, that's... you're hyper focused on things, right? Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. Well, but also but, that. But I, ahead, I, I was just gonna. Let me. Uh, so they look very important to me at the moment. Absolutely, but guess what? Right. They look very important. Like I think what you're speaking to is actually really important, right? Because sometimes we see in our relationships like we expect someone to give us all the things that we need. Right. Or all the things that, you know, in an ideal relationship, I'm talking about friendships, too. Right. And then we get disappointed. Right. Because this friend is not able to sit there when I'm having a hard day. Right. But she may be a great mommy friend. Right. Our kids have an amazing relationship. And when I need to do things with her, amazing. Right. But she just can't sit through when I'm having a hard time or she just can't give me work advice. Right. Or, you know, so sometimes it's also like, well, we, we focus all of the things that we want onto one person, right? And that's kind of what I'm speaking to, really deciding where is this friendship the richest for me, right? What is, where is it really adding to my life? And, and that's, that's the way I should keep nourishing it, right? And stay away from expecting, you know, my mom friend to give me business advice. if She's never had a business yeah. before, right? Because yeah. oftentimes are those expectations that are not being met, that we feel disappointed. And then, you know, we label the whole friendship as not a good friendship, right? So that's very much a part of it too. Really like being intentional and like, um, you know, reflect on, well, what are, what are these relationships giving me? What are, what, where do they serve me best? And focusing on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then you avoid all of the hyper-focusing on all the things that you expected that person to give you. We were going to meet her. I was going to tell her all my problems. And she wasn't listening to me, right? Or she didn't have the right thing well, to say. Well, even right? even even, work, even even at a lower level, I'm, I, I mean, again, in a lower state, right, what you see could be always happening anyways. You know, the fact that, let's just say... Um, you know, she's always late or you're, you're, it's always late, like, or always running behind. We're always running behind, right? In a low state, running, running behind can look like something huge. Yeah. She's wasting my time. She has all no those, respect all for me, right? Right? Yeah. right. It could be grounds for a divorce, right? And, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like at a lower state, things don't look clear. Things look gigantic. They're huge. <clears throat> What looks like from one person's perspective, like, like, really, you're getting mad over that? Like, no, you just don't understand, right? But that's a low state. All I'm, what I've noticed, though, is when I, re, when I notice myself there and relax enough, get quieter, right? I see things differently. And even to the point where that doesn't mean anything anymore. 
like the meaning behind it doesn't but you know at the same time if when you're in that higher state if the situation still feels if it does at that point then you make a decision from that high state we're not saying that no one ever does anything that's you know unacceptable that does happen right it's unacceptable to me right i'm not going to label it as unacceptable you know like for all of mankind it's unacceptable to me and my values right but i'm going to make a decision about it from that higher state of being right versus like feeling defensive and hurt and like you know the person did it on purpose or whatever and and i think that's where that's where you know often you know we we talked a lot about like expectations right let's talk about agreements right that's when you you know make agreements with people around the things that are unacceptable to you right let's say that you're in a work relationship or whatever right the person is always showing up late okay i'm gonna make a decision from this higher state of being and when i'm calm and i'm gonna let you know hey you know when you show up like 15 minutes half hour late it kind of messes up my schedule I would really appreciate it if you could be on time or give me enough notice so that I can readjust my schedule. Or, or right? like so that's an agreement. When you're late, yeah. let me know, right? But seek first to understand. Like I, I've been in those situations, um, you know, where bringing people in and, you know, saying, you know, seek first to understand, right? So like you're constantly late, you know, help me understand what, because in, in a work environment, you have an agreement, right? I pay you for mm-hmm. eight hours. You be there I mean, for eight hours, yeah. right? You do, you do when people push those boundaries too, though. Well, right? oh, totally, so, right? You know, right. but but again, like, help me understand. And, and it's interesting when I come from that point of view, as opposed to okay, you if you don't show up on time tomorrow, you're 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 kind of fired. There's no discussion, right? They broke an agreement, great. But when I seek to understand first what's really going on. Right. I, I might find out there's a, there's a very good logical reason. And maybe Absolutely. maybe there's something that that could be compromised, something changed, maybe a scheduling change, maybe whatever, you know, kind of a thing. So, um, but, you know, you know I would also, it's complex in that way. It, I mean, it is complex and it's not right. And sometimes those agreements also need to happen, like in an open format, let's say in a relationship. I'm going to give a very like progressive. So this is this here. is this Are is ready? so, so let, let's say that I'm in a relationship. Right. And I was my upbringing was like it's monogamous. And this is how progressive I told you it was going to be progressive. This is how I expect you to be. Right. But I never had that conversation. Right. And the other person actually doesn't believe that that's important to them. Right. Have that conversation. Right. Make sure that you have that agreement. Right. Listen, if we're going to be together in this relationship, I expect you to be just with me. Right. Or listen, if we're going to be in this relationship, I actually want to keep it open because that's what works for me. Does that work for you? That's an agreement. Right. Mm -hmm. That, 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 that I know it's a little progressive and it is, it is the future. (laughs) Sorry to tell you that Uh, I I wasn't raised that way. That was not the way I was raised. That was not the way my relationships were, but that is very much how the newer generation is that values shift, right? Values shift with society values shift with 
progress oh. and evolution, right? So it was an yep. example, it was the first one yep. that came to mind. But I'm just saying, don't even something that we give for, you know, it's obvious that that's the way it is. That's conditioning. Let's be careful because that's conditioning to believe that everyone thinks that that is a rule set in stone. Because guess what? When I became single a few years ago, after being in a relationship, in multiple couple relationships for 20 something years, well, I had to have the little, you know, uh, you know, reality check. Things have changed, right? And I found it fascinating. I mean, it didn't really apply to me because I haven't been in a relationship, but you know, I had to have the reality check. Oh, look, people are looking at this in a very different way. This is not the way, you know, it has always been, right? And yeah. rules around that have shifted in time too. If you think a hundred years ago, you know, like men owned their women, right? Oh, yeah. So those things that we believe are set in stone, they're just rules that everyone obeys by. Be careful, have those conversations because that's not a given that everyone is going to show up in a relationship with you the way you expect them to. Make an well, state your state your boundaries and make an agreement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that almost seems like another another topic. These these things called, as Vision calls them, rules. Rules. I mean, it is a little bit of a rule, right? It's a it's a widely accepted rule. Rule, you know. Yeah. Marriage is exclusive and monogamous, right? And I'm not saying that it's wrong. Please don't, you know, well, there, there's I'm not saying that it's wrong. I mean, yeah. most people obey by that, right? But it is inherited. It is something that we inherited. It is something that we've conditioned to see and experience and accept this way. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with making a different decision as long as that agreement is there. That's well, what I'm long, saying. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, so, so often it happens where one person feels it it all of a sudden becomes the norm and the other person has no clue and and you know, kind of a thing right i think they call that whatever but um yeah no um <laughs> sorry is... rick to bring you into the dating world of 2022 <laughs> i yes i uh, yeah yeah I, it's an eye <laughs> i mean everything's an eye opener things are changing so quickly um labels and identification and norms and yeah exactly you know, right homosexuality like, wasn't accepted either right well, so it, look at how much we have evolved collectively well right and over time the conditioning right you know like the conditioning what was, what was socially acceptable in the 1950s is not tolerated right now right you know like and 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 probably for good reason like i you know that don't want to get into that part but but you know, yes, we we so, so that to the point that what is socially acceptable or socially accepted is not yeah. always right. Yes, it's it's only does it fit you? Does it feel right to you? Right. Yeah. I wanted to give this really extreme example, just to you know give a different perspective because that is out there. Trust yeah. me. Okay, <laughs> I'll trust you. All right. Anyways, a um, panel <laughs> on man. that note. <laughs> Stop uh, talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another enlightening conversation. It, it has, you know, but, you know, I think the goal of the conversation was to just really look at all the different shades of relationships and Absolutely. what they mean. And it's impossible to do that in an hour, it, right? It's so it's, yeah. it's impossible. But the more, the more you look at, you know, like to summarize, 
the more you work on yourself and look at yourself and you understand yourself and you stand in your own power and confident of what you want and who you want to be and what your values are, and the more you're going to show up powerfully in your relationships and stop expecting things from people yeah. and, and just show up and state what it is that you want and make agreements and, you know, and, and grow together. If you're, you know, if you're with someone, grow together versus blend into each other, right? Because blending comes from the need to like have your gaps filled. And that's never a healthy place because those gaps don't need to be filled. They need to be healed, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you're looking to feeling them, you're not healing them. And yeah. so you're going to constantly be looking to feeling them. Because because the need is the healing, the need is not the feeling. Yeah, really good. I love how you uh, rhyme <laughs> that all together. Very very poetic. <laughs> oh, I yeah. thought you were gonna say about non-monogamy. <laughs> no 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 no. That's another topic. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, thank thank you again. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, those that are um, watching the recording, um, please leave comments. We love. We love comments um, and uh, questions, anything like, like that. You can get a hold of us. All our links are in the descriptions. Uh, please Absolutely. follow us, like us. Subscribe. We're very needy this way. All okay. of it. Very needy. And, <laughs> and come and join me tomorrow for a deeper dive oh, into yes. this. Deeper dive. I yes. can't promise that I'll talk about non-monogamy, but we will dive deeper into <laughs> relationships, communication, what you can do more practically. It's more of a practical type yeah. of and, uh, and how do um, how do they find the link for that? So if they if they go in uh, YouTube or yeah. uh, Facebook. In yeah. the link tree, they'll find my meetup uh, link. The yeah. link is in there. All the events that I ever hold are going to be on meetup. It's also on Instagram. It's everywhere. Instagram, oh. Facebook. Okay. Uh, it's tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Um, Eastern. Eastern time. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Deep dive into relationships. Yes. Yes. And, and the feedback was fabulous from last week, I understand. So, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. I have a feeling this one will be too. Yes, and I'll be recording it. So. Okay. Oh, oh, excellent. So people, so people that are th there can watch the recording, kind of a thing, right? Later. Well, people are going to be there, yeah, and then I yeah. can make that recording yeah. available to those yeah. who couldn't make it. So excellent. Okay. Alrighty. Have a great right, week. Rick. Have a great week, everybody. Build, build next Wednesday. <laughs> Have those conversations and make your agreements. <laughs> Alrighty, bye now. Ciao, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate every listener that is committed to the journey of transformation. And if you found value in today's episode, join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week. Subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights. Your experience of the show means a lot to us. So please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review. This action matters to us more than you know. You can find us on social media at An Honest Look Podcast and on our YouTube channel at An Honest Look. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao. And until next time.